The Bible said in 2 Chronicles chapter 5 and verse number 13 that it came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that then the house was filled with the cl with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand the minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Today my assignment is to preach to you this message. When the praises go up, the glory comes down. Amen. When the praises go up, the glory comes down. Some people get a little bit nervous when God's people begin to play loud instruments and sing loud praises and lift up loud voices to our King. In fact, it seems to be more popular nowadays for people to be quiet and reserved and, and they call it being polite. Uh, I, I call it irreverence to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords because it wasn't until they came together with one sound playing their instruments and praising God that the glory of God took over the house of the Lord. Somebody say amen. And it's time today that the church stop being quiet and reserved and timid and shy and bashful and might I say even ashamed sometimes we act. It's time for us to praise God like we're not ashamed of bearing His name. Amen. I mean, you fellas, if you are married this morning, you better not be ashamed to let other people know who you are wife is. Amen. In fact, I dare say every one of you was just proud as a peacock the day that you married the one that you're living with that you married and are living with today. In fact, you wear a wedding ring to publicly testify that you identify with one to whom you owe your love and allegiance. And praise should be no different. We ought not to be embarrassed or ashamed about making much of the Lord Jesus Christ, of letting the world know that I belong to Jesus and Jesus belongs to me. And I believe if we had a praise outbreak in our churches today, that we would also have the glory of the Lord once again settle in amongst us and He would take over and the glory of the Lord could fill the house once again. Amen. Amen. So I say, and the Word of God teaches, rather, that when the praises go up, God's glory comes down. Amen. Three things I want to give you this morning. Notice, number one, God's people were in sync. They were in sync. Notice verse 13 said that the trumpeters 
and the singers were as one. The trumpeters, that's the instrumentalists, and the singers, or the vocalists, were as one. That means they came together, and that means that they were together in their placing and in their timing. Catch that. They were together in their placing and in their timing. And I want to say to you this morning, church, uh, that nothing replaces corporate worship. Nothing replaces when God's people gather together. And I know right now that the devil's trying to laugh because we're all uh, uh, separated by this virus this morning. Uh, but I've got news for the devil that God has made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And though this may be a temporary defeat, we will win the day. We will come back together. And God's mighty army will press on through it all in Jesus' name. Amen? Because the devil knows that there's power when God's people meet. And that's why he's attacking us. And that's why he doesn't want us to come together. That's why he wants you to be afraid to go to the house of God. He, you, you won't be afraid to go to Walmart. You won't be afraid to go to the ball game. And you won't be afraid to go to somebody's house. But all of a sudden, the devil plays with your fears on Sunday morning and on Sunday night and on Wednesday night because the devil is afraid when God's people come together in sync as one people. Somebody say amen. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 2 and verse 14, and all that believed were together together and had all things common. Amen. Oh, that God will bring us back together again, uh, forsaking not the assembling of ourselves together. And thank God for technology that He's putting in our midst uh, that will help us fight this virus, not only uh, on the spiritual plane, but in the natural plane. Amen. Uh, and God's going to help us through this. But I'm telling you, uh, don't think it's strange that the devil is trying to fight our church. Amen. But because I want you to see the power of a unified church, the power of a church that is in sync with their praise being lifted up to God Almighty. I mean, the trumpeters and the singers were as one. They didn't have a different song. They had the same song. Amen. And we ought to all come together with one song. Amen. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I found was blind. Oh, but now I see. Amen. And when we get in sync, uh, God begins to settle in. Amen, church. Number two, not only were they in sync, uh, but they were in harmony. They were in harmony. Look at verse 13 again. It says, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. They were literally making a sound so that it would be heard as a praise and an offering of thanksgiving in the ears of the Lord. Listen, 
We're not here to sing to entertain you. We're not here to sing uh, to be pleasing to your ear. We're here to sing so that what we offer up might be heard in the ears of the Heavenly Father as a praise and as an offering of thanksgiving. Amen. And when God's people would quit coming to try to impress one another and start trying to offer up a praise knowing that God's listening and God is hearing and that you want to offer up your best praise, I'm telling you, business will pick up around the house of God. Amen. I've seen many a time when the Spirit of God would fall fresh into the building, when the people were just praising the Lord, amen, lifting up holy hands, singing hallelujah, praise God, and amen, and they would just get happy in Jesus. And I've seen God take over just like the text said, where the priest, that is the preacher, couldn't even minister for the strong presence of the Lord in the place. And I can't wait until it gets so rich and so thick in the presence of God around here, uh, that the big preacher shows up and does all the preaching, uh, and Gary Connell has to sit down and shut up uh, while the Holy Spirit of God takes over and preaches to all of you uh, and gives you something I could never give you in a million years. Uh, oh, that the presence of God would settle in our midst, church. Amen. I've seen people come to the altar and give their life to Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, I'm talking about an old, dirty, rotten sinner that don't even know how to pray. God was moved to the the foot of the cross because God's people praised until God showed up. Amen. Amen. Maybe one of the problems we have is we don't praise Him long enough. Oh, we get wore out. The Bible said the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Amen. And sometimes we're just so tired and so weak and so feeble. Oh, we'll offer up a petty, puny little praise to God, but nothing heartfelt, nothing sincere, and it barely reaches the ceiling, much less the ear of God, because our heart's not it. Oh, but God give us some people that are in harmony. That is, that work together with our gifts. And with our talents, amen, uh, we may be distinct in our notes, uh, but we are unified, we are in unity with our song, we are in unity with our mission, we are in unity with our praise and our thanksgiving to God Almighty. That's harmony, my friend. Uh, you may have different notes, but they all blend together, amen. And God needs all of us uh, at His house. God wants all of us at His house, uh, giving Him praise and honor. And glory that's due his name. Listen, our our differences, church, should not divide us. But our differences should unite us so long as we harmonize to God's sheet music. Amen. As long as we harmonize to the Bible. Listen, there's diversities of gifts. There's diversities of talents. But there's one God, one baptism, one Lord Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen, church? And He is our anthem. And He is our praise. And God wants His church to come together in sync. But He also wants us to come together in harmony. Let's harmonize. Amen. Your song your note may look or sound a little different than mine. Your instrument may sound a little different than mine. But if we'll find God's sheet music in His Word, we can make it all come together in unity so that it can glorify the name of the Lord. And there's something about coming together in unity and in harmony and in sync that invites and invokes the very presence of Almighty God. 
Acts chapter 4 and verse 13 said, And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul, neither said any of them that all of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. And that's where we need to be at, church. Uh, God erased my prayer this morning is uh, that God will erase the divisions and the cliques and the schisms uh, and then in the house of the Lord, in the family of God. Uh, divided we will fall, but united we will stand. Uh, when we all unite around the bloodstained banner of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's the Word of God that we should unite around. Amen. And when we get in harmony, there's something that happens that catches God's attention when we harmonize and when we get in sync with our praise and with our thanksgiving. My message again is when the praises go up, the glory comes down. Do you remember what happened at the house of Obed-Edom? They parked the ark. And the old heathen, oh, uh, uh, the Obed Eden, the heathen Obed Eden's place. Uh, and the Bible says things picked up around the house of Obed Eden just because uh, the ark which symbolized the presence of God was parked at his house. Uh, and all of a sudden the barren wounds uh, started giving birth. And all of a sudden uh, the fruitless trees started giving their fruit. And I believe that all of a sudden the grass was greener and the air was purer and things were just blessed all over the place at the house of Obed Eden because God's glory resided there. If you want things to pick up at your house and if you want things to pick up at the house of God, you're going to have to strip yourself of your pride and your arrogance, amen, and be willing to humble yourself before Almighty God and give Him thanks and praise that's due His name and don't worry about what everybody else might say or think about Amen. You're not praising for them. You're praising for Him. Amen. And I'm telling you what, we can get in a place where God's presence gets real thick and God begins to move in and forth and on our behalf. Uh, God begins to answer prayer. God begins to heal people. God begins to save people. God begins to glorify His name uh, in our midst when we're willing to give Him thanksgiving and praise. Number three, I've got to i got to hurry. I want to say not only were they in sync, and not only were they in harmony, but I want to say that they were in agreement. Now, the word agreement means that they were together in their actions and their words. Verse 13 said they praised the Lord. That's their action. Saying, this is their words, for He is good. For His mercy endureth Forever. Listen, don't ever let the devil cause you to sin with your mouth and falsely accuse the God of heaven. God is good. Even when things are bad, God is good. Even when you're sick and not well, God is good. Even when you're broke and don't have any money, God is still good. Amen. Even when the world's falling down around you and falling apart, God is still good. Don't let it be once named amongst the house of God that God is 
rule or God is uh, something any different than what the Bible describes him as. He is high and lifted up. Uh, his glory fills the temple. Uh, he is good and his mercy endureth forever. I see here a people that were willing to say that he is Good, and it didn't have any bearing on what was going on at their house or at the in the nation. Amen. Listen, I'm telling you, when God's people get a fortitude down in their soul, not to let the devil steal their song and not to let the devil steal their praise. Amen. Even when you're in your bed of affliction, if you learn how to lift up that feeble head and say, "God, you're still good. I still praise you. You're still worthy." of all praise. I'm telling you what, when the devil can't stop your praise, the devil can't stop your God. Amen. Because God will be on the scene. Amen. I'm telling you that when we get in agreement, that is when we do the same thing, that is we all praise God, and we all say the same thing, that is we all agree and say and declare with conviction that God is good and His mercy endures forever then God will show up and God will show out. You see, uh, some of you wait for God to answer your prayer before you testify of His goodness. But God's looking for people that will praise Him in advance. God's looking for people that will praise Him regardless. God's looking for people that will praise Him in spite of what's going on in their life. Uh, don't you wait for favorable circumstances to go to bragging on God. I know how it is uh, when you get a new car. Oh, look at what God blessed me with. Amen. When you get a new house, oh, look, ain't God good. But all of a sudden, when you get sick or when you lose something, what happened to your praise? Did you quit bragging on Him? Did you quit saying God's good? Did you quit saying His mercies endure forever? God help us in the church to never change our mouth and our tune about how good He is, no matter how bad it gets for us down here on this wicked old world. Amen. I'm preaching to somebody. I, I just wish you were here, church. Uh, amen. I just wish I could hear you. Amen. Boy, I miss it. Uh, but I'm telling you, uh, listen to me. That'll soon come. Uh, we need to be in sync. We need to be in harmony. And we need to be in agreement. John chapter 4 and verse 23 said, But the hour cometh us. And now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. You know what God's doing? God's looking for a worshiper. Amen. You know what we try to make a habit of doing around the house when things go bad? We try to make a habit of gathering around in our living room and singing a praise to the Lord. And it never fails. I'm talking about it never fails. That when we begin to lift up our hands and sing praises to the Lord in our dilemmas, in our crisis, in our problems, uh, that the presence of God comes rushing in. Uh, and it's as if God says, here I am, uh, what can I do you for? Amen. Uh, it's like God says, hold on, honey, uh, I'm going to pull you out. You just keep praising me uh, and you wait on the Lord uh, and you build good courage and I'll strengthen your heart. Listen, uh, you go to praising God and he'll show up. Amen. Uh, I'm teaching you how to get the victory. I'm teaching you how not to let, not to let, let the devil get, to, get the best of you. Amen. You praise God anyhow. Don't ever let the devil steal your praise, church. Amen. 
Oh man, in conclusion, let me read what it said. Uh, after they came together in sync, and after they came together in harmony, and after they came together in agreement, the Bible said, uh, Then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand the minister by reason of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house. Oh God, would you do it again? I know this is Old Testament. I know this is the Shekinah uh, glory of God that was visibly noticeable. But I'm telling you, uh, if the former glory was that great under the old covenant, and we have a better covenant, and we have better promises, uh, let me tell you, we have a far more exceeding weight of glory today for the church uh, that awaits those uh, that will praise and glorify God, and it may not be visible uh, to the tangible, uh, to the naked eye like it was in the Old Testament, uh, but it will be visible in the way God comes through for you, and the breakthroughs that He does for you, and the prayers that He answers and the people that he saves that you've been praying for for years. I'm telling you, a praying church and a praising church is unstoppable because of the presence of God. Amen. So church, don't lose your shout. Don't lose your praise. If anything, I'd say double down. <laughs> if anything, I'd say, oh no, devil, not now, not today, and not ever. In fact, I'm going to go to praise him twice as much just because you're trying to get me to stop. Amen. God is good, and his mercy endures forever. God is good, and his mercy endures forever. Say it with me there in the living rooms. God is good, and his mercy endures forever. Forever. Say it again. God is good and His mercy endures forever. One more time. God is good and His mercy endures forever. And I'm already feeling a strong presence of the Lord on that. And I believe you do too. I'm telling you, when you go praising Him and the praises go up, the glory of God comes down. Don't ever be embarrassed to get excited for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Two more verses, Acts chapter 16 and verse 25. The Bible said, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened. And everyone's bands were loose. I want you to look at what a sight. Paul and Silas, they're in prison. You might call it hell's thought. Amen. To stop God's people. And so hell put them in a prison of its own. But little did hell know that God was using Paul and Silas as a Trojan horse to get inside the gates of hell to loose the bands of wickedness on the Philippian jailer. What about that? Amen. Have you ever thought for just a minute that your bonds might be God using it as a Trojan horse to get you close to somebody that needs to hear about Him, to get you talking to somebody that needs to hear about Jesus? Have you ever thought that God might use that evil that's come up against you and that prison that seems like the devil's got you trapped in as a way to bring glory and honor to His name? I tell you what you do. 
he just decided to go ahead and pray and praise and sing to God anyway. And he wants to see if God don't turn that prison around. See if God don't begin to loosen things up that have been bound. See if God don't begin to deliver some people from the bondage of sin and Satan and self and society. Because God's people were willing to pray with the ears of the lost. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Lord is good for His mercy endureth forever. Let's pray, church. Father, we thank You for the Word. I believe I said what You wanted me to say. I believe I've done what You wanted me to do. Now I pray that You'd help us as a church to rise up and praise and give thanksgiving, Lord, and sing in harmony and in agreement to the Word of God and the Spirit of God so that your presence can come and move amongst us and move mountains and shake the prison loose and God set the captive free. And I pray, God, that you would, you would cause this to backfire on the enemy. I pray this would be a Trojan horse against the gates of hell that thought they got the victory, that thought they could defeat the army of the living God here at Washington Heights. Baptist Church, but I pray now that while we're in this prison of source, that as we begin to praise and sing thanks, that you would turn the tide, that you would loose the prison doors of COVID, that you would set your people free, and that God, the results of the prayers of the saints during this fiery furnace of trial that we've been in, will loose the very power and presence of God to turn this city upside down, to turn this church upside down, to set our kids on fire for you to raise up more preachers and missionaries and teachers and workers in the vineyard God do a mighty thing we pray and we thank you for because you are good and because your mercy endures forever glory to God thank you Jesus and hallelujah church I love you and I don't forget to tune in this evening. I'm going to sign out, but you have a blessed day. And uh, sign up for that email notification of when this sermon is uploaded. And so that when I upload it, you'll be notified so that you can share it with others. Go to WashingtonHeightsPC.com. Amen. Go to the preaching page and scroll to the bottom and put your email address in there. And when we get this sermon loaded, I'll email you and you'll, you'll, you can then start sharing the dick of that. Amen. And bless somebody with it. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. We love you.